0: What's up, everybody? My name is Athena, and you're here to listen to Vanished in the Valley. So check this out, guys. Yesterday, the U.S. Undersecretary of State, Victoria Nuland, says Washington is working with Ukraine to prevent biological research facilities from falling into Russian hands. She literally just confirmed all the conspiracy theories, the stuff that the mainstream media and big tech were fact-checking the fuck out over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's no longer conspiracy theory. It's conspiracy fact. So it used to be like it would take, you know, maybe a year for our conspiracy theories to become conspiracy fact. We're literally down to days before we call something, we're called crazy conspiracy theories for it. And then it's proved to be true. I know the government is still trying to cover its tracks a bit with these biolabs, but the web archive never forgets. Let's go back to an article written by Tina Redip on June 18, 2010. U.S. Senator Dick Lugar applauded the opening of Interim Central Reference Laboratory in Odessa, Ukraine this week, announcing that it will be instrumental in researching dangerous pathogens used by bioterrorists. The Level 3 Biosafety Lab, which is the first built under the expanded authority of the Non-Lugar Cooperative Threat Reduction Program, will be used to study anthrax, tulmaria, Q fever, as well as other dangerous pathogens. The article goes on a bit, but they deleted this. They have deleted all references to these Level 3 biosafety labs. They've just deleted it off the government websites. But like I said, all of this information was already backed up on the web archive. So you can literally go back there and see this all happened during the Obama era. Obama funded it and I think it was last week, maybe, I'm not even sure, all these dates were, like, blending together. But the Department of Defense had this similar documents talking about how they were funding these research labs. Even the U.S. embassies in Ukraine had this information on their websites. But it's all been scrubbed. So if you want a link to this article back from 2010, send me a line at vanishedinthevalley at gmail.com Or you can try to hit me up on the Instagram at vanished Athena. So it's pretty interesting to see where this whole fake-ass Ukraine-Russia war is going to go. I'm pretty sure they're just trying to destroy the Western economy, the Western way of life, because America is like a beacon of hope, a symbol of hope. And if we cause the American country to crumble, I think it's going to make a lot of the last bits of hope people have crumble. So I don't know what to do at this point. Can we even fight them? Is there enough of us awake to fight this whole globalist takeover? Do enough people truly understand what is happening to our lives to even want to stand up and try to stop it? I don't think so. I don't think enough people have tried to even critically think about anything that's gone on in the last couple of years. So we might just be kind of fucked in the game, guys. So if that's the case, we are totally fucked. You need to just start preparing you, your friends, people you care about, preparing them to survive in a whole fucking different type of world. So check this out, guys. This is kind of floating around in conspiracy world. It's a post and it states connection in the CDC. By March 11th, expect massive news public announcement. As of this weekend, almost all employees of the CDC note that vax causes VAIDS, vaccine-induced autoimmune disease syndrome, or new HIV crisis as has been 100% scientifically confirmed. They are demanding that the CDC leadership make a major public news conference announcement by March 10th stating this or the employees will whistleblow to news agencies everywhere by march 11th so get ready for a shock to the system like never seen before and check this out cdc just released this hiv cluster detection and response coincidentally all this hiv/aids shit popping up after the vax So, yeah, if you go to the CDC's website, they just have this uh, post that says, Frequently Asked Questions, HIV Cluster and Outbreak Detection and Response. Guidance, Program, Resource, HIV, CDC. So, I don't know. That would be kind of great if they did come out and say something. I highly doubt they will because if they go make an announcement like this, I think, I'm not sure, because everyone's a fucking clown these days, but you would think the public would demand these people's heads on a platter. But anything is possible this far into the clown world, it seems like most people have completely forgotten we were lied to, cheated, stolen from, and kind of tortured for the last two years, all because Russia bad, Ukraine good. So that will be interesting to see what goes down. But I just wanted to let you guys know what whispers are happening in conspiracy land. So the last few episodes, I've been telling you guys about digital identity and how that's all bad, and to a lesser extent, digital currency. Well, that's just as bad as digital ID. And check this out. Biden to sign executive order that could bring U.S. one step closer to a digital currency. The Biden administration is putting its support behind the research and development of U.S. central bank digital currency. The move is part of a sweeping executive order president joe biden signed wednesday instructing the federal government to explore possible uses of and regulations for digital assets like cryptocurrency so i think that's just all bad it's like we've been screaming from the start as soon as all of that goes digital as soon as your id goes digital as soon as money goes digital all it will take is one little button to wipe out your existence to stop you in your tracks from traveling, to give you access to second-rate services. It just gives the government way too much control over our lives. And as you can see, the government can't even control its piss flow, let alone making people's lives better. It's just something that we've been warning about for a while, and it seems we're just kind of like on a train wreck to it. I don't know if it can be stopped. I don't know if any of this can be stopped, but, I mean, literally all I can think to do is just explain to people what the deal is with it, what I think is going on, so everybody's aware. Now, I've said this before, so this is just a little reminder that if you are still unvaxxed, you survived the biggest psyop in human history. They elaborated an evil plan for decades. Do you realize how much time, resources, and effort they put into this? Fuck. They studied all the possible ways to enslave your mind and make you take the vax. They tried to demoralize you by corrupting society from every possible corner. They tried to vilify and desensitize your mind with porn. They tried to lure you with money, gifts, and rewards. They tried to confuse you and make you doubt your own reality and identity. They tried to make you walk on your own principles, values, and ethics. They even turned your close ones against you. Almost everyone fell for it, but not you. Just realize how much bullshit you went through and overcame. You are still unvaxxed. Their tricks didn't work on you. So to all of you out there that are unvaxxed, to the fucking resistance that stood up against bad, terrible odds, I have to say that's what's up. Give you guys a fat high five and just know you're not alone. There are a lot of us out there. They just want us to believe we're alone, but that's not true. So again, up top for having a spine and holding strong, because trust me, I know it's not easy and I know you guys have had to make sacrifices, but you guys are showing grit and determination and I applaud you. You would have been the people that hid the Jews from the Nazi versus part of the majority who turned their neighbors in to be slaughtered. I would have you guys at my back any fucking day of the week. So that's what's up. Thank you, guys. All right. So now we're going to have a little rando change of subject. I came across this study, and it was done by C.L. Heavey and R.T. Hurlburt. The name of the study is called The Phenomena of Inner Experience, Consciousness, and Cognition. It was done in 2008. Now, before you roll your eyes and, like, turn this off, trust me, it's very fucking interesting. I'm just going to summarize it for you. 17% of people have no inner speech and confirmed it when being individually probed about their results. 50% of people use their inner speech less than 20% of the time. 80% of people use their inner speech less than 50% of the time. The variance was high enough to assume that different people indeed use different ways of thinking. Inner speech is the only mode of thinking that's associated with lower psychological distress. Both factors have been associated with higher intelligence in other studies. The cohorts were first world university students, so the general world population might be worse off. The sample size was 30 because the authors wanted to make sure the cohorts understood the methodology. The study has a citation index of 90, so it has been peer-reviewed. That just kind of blew me away. 17% of the population, and it's probably higher with the world population, have no inner dialogue. And 50% of people use it less than 20% of the time. I had no idea that some people had no inner speech. Are they just fucking moving around and living off instinct and emotion? Just fucking going, not stopping to think about anything? I, I just, I can't, I don't even know. I don't even know what to do with that. That's, I think it has a lot to do with our school systems and how we are not taught how to critically think. We aren't taught logic and reasoning. It's like you either have that or your parents have taught you or something or you're shit out of luck. And I think that might be a huge problem with what's going on in society right now. It's like the same exact people that would cut your throat over not wearing a mask or not getting vaccinated we don't cut your throat if you're not supporting Ukraine. All because the mainstream media told them so. It shocks me how easy it is to influence the masses. It's like our governments had no problem in just brainwashing people, entire populations of people over the last two years. Groups of people that you would have thought are super caring and you know they want to look out for their neighbor... Are actually people that literally would turn your ass in in a second. I just, I don't know you guys, just think about those numbers and I get how it could be associated with less distress. Because you can think things through, if you can sit there in your mind and try to go through these steps, of course I think the outcome is gonna be a little bit better because you can reason out what's gonna get you in bad trouble and what may get you out of some trouble. And I think the same can be said for learning to meditate. Now, I'm not about to go all new age, fluffy duffy bullshit on you. But as a kid, I took karate. And at the beginning of every single karate lesson, they forced us to meditate. And at the beginning, it was forced. I just thought it was ridiculous sitting there quietly trying to clear my mind. You know, I'm fucking 10 years old. Who wants to do that? But as you progress through the belt system, you meditated longer and longer. And now... I see how absolutely important it is to be able to control your thoughts and shut your thoughts down when they start to get overwhelming. Otherwise, you're going to get stuck in this crazy anxiety field loop of just negativity and crazy. So I don't know, guys, look into meditation and I know it sounds all fluffy duffy new age, but I swear to you, it will help you out. It'll help you lead a better life and just be more calm and find some inner peace. All right, guys. So check this out. I know I've mentioned a few times that Bill Gates is reportedly buying up all the farming properties in the United States. Well, now I got some hard numbers for you all. So far, the Gates land holding by state is listed as following. He has 4,500 acres in California. He's got almost 26,000 acres in Arizona. In Arkansas, he has 47,927 acres. Louisiana, he even has more. 69,071 acres. Now that's just a few of the states that he owns a lot of land in. In total, he owns 242,000 farmland acres. He owns 25,750 acres of transitional property and 1,234 acres of recreational property. So just guess who's going to own all the farmland for the incoming mega cities. You know the ones they want everyone in by 2030 where you will own nothing and be happy bill gates and check out other news in bill gates happening in california so a company he is funding bill gates himself is going to release gmo modified mosquitoes to quell disease in california and this is all approved by the u.s environmental protection agency What's going to happen is they're going to release these genetically engineered mosquitoes in California and Florida to reduce the populations of invasive mosquitoes that carry a host of infectious diseases like Zika and dengue fever. They say with mosquito and vector-borne diseases a growing concern in California, we at Oxitec, and that's O X I T E C, technology as an important additional option to control invasive mosquitoes, and that's from Dr. Mustafa Dibon, General Manager of the Delta Mosquito and Vector Control District, and that's a government agency in the Central Valley of California. He goes on to say, we look forward to working with partnership with Oxitec and have been impressed with the results from their previous projects in Brazil and the Florida Keys. Okay. First of all, as soon as I saw that company's name, I knew it sounded familiar, so I looked it up. And of course, it's funded by Bill Gates. And then I see something else, we're fucking genetically modifying mosquitoes. Now the modification is to basically make it so their offspring die, but it's experimental. They have no long-term studies on it. They just hope for the best and fucking unleash all this shit on California and Florida. And with Bill Gates behind it, who fucking knows what they could be doing? Those mosquitoes could be biting humans and making the humans sterile. For all I know, Bill Gates is not to be trusted. So that's just like latest Bill Gates waiting to destroy humanity news. So pay attention if you're in Florida or California because they are releasing this. So this is just coming out on Twitter. This is happening in Shenzhen, China. There's huge lines for PCR tests the residents need every 48 hours to renew their COVID passports and be allowed to enter their own homes. Holy shit, you guys, you gotta see this video. There are probably thousands of people waiting in the line to get these PCR tests. You know, those tests that have been shown to not be fucking accurate in any sense of the word for testing for COVID because China, they've got all their people on the digital passport, the digital ID, digital currency, and social credit. And these poor people can't even get back into their homes unless they're buying these PCR tests, taking them and uploading the results to be let back in their homes. And I guess home is like, I don't know, a loose term because they all live in those big-ass skyrise buildings. They can't even get in. They can't even get into their buildings unless they have this PCR test uploaded to their vaccine passport. I promise you this is where our little leaders and our psychopaths in charge are trying to lead us here in America and Canada and Europe and Australia. This is where they're trying to get us to go. There hasn't been much said lately about the People's Convoy. I know they've made it to Washington, D.C. They're doing this beltway loop, just kind of creating traffic and congestion. And it's, of course, the mainstream media is completely ignoring it. And I told you guys last week, if you go to a YouTube page called Golden Renaissance Productions, They actually have live streams from the camps, from the Beltway, and it just kind of gives you the most up-to-date information. Actually Garrett told me about this channel. It's a really good channel, you know, to keep up on what's happening because you will not really find any stories in the mainstream media about what is actually going on. I think I've seen a few mainstream media articles where they're calling them just fucking crazy shit like, these people are out of control. They're gonna start another insurrection. It's not even like that. God forbid these people stand up for their rights with the way gas prices are jumping up. It's like they've gone up like 50% in what, the last two weeks? It's over $6 a gallon here in California. Republicans and Democrats, I don't know, I guess apparently it doesn't affect their wallet because they just have lots of taxpayer money. Explain to me how we're able to hand over billions of dollars to Ukraine right now When American families are fucking, they are feeling the pinch. Everything has gone up right now. Food has gone up. Gas has gone up. How are people going to even afford to get to work pretty soon? It's fucking crazy. It's over $90 to fill up a tank out here. But nobody's discussing this. These politicians aren't really trying to get an active solution to it. Let's just cut off the Russian oil supply and hope for the best. So I don't know, dude, it's getting crazy out there and I mentioned before you guys should get some books about your area, what kind of wild plants are edible, what kind of wild plants can be used as medicine, stock up on all your shit, you guys, this isn't trying to be alarmist, I'm just telling you, we're in for some rough times ahead. And you need to try to be as self-sufficient as possible. Because these motherfuckers are trying to crash our way of life. And the longer we can hold out, the better. So get with other people in your community. Talk to other people and see what they're doing. And just try to get resources put together for when the shit hits the fan. Because at this point, it's going to hit the fan. For the last six months, as crazy conspiracy theorist. We're saying a war was going to start. That was the next step in the Great Reset. A really bad war has to happen where the populations then demand peace and a one-world government to avoid this type of a war in the future. And that's where we're at. We are watching this war go down in Ukraine, supposedly, with Russia. Although I don't even know how accurate it is because there's literally a Twitter user right now called Les Luther, who went to Ukraine, and he's like, it does not look like war here. It looks like manufactured war. It looks like staged war. So I don't know what the fuck is going on over there. But if you go to his Twitter account, you can see all the different posts. He has videos. He has pictures. And from what he's posting, it does look like a staged fake war. And at this point, it would not surprise me in the least if these crazy megalomaniacs had set this all up. But, I don't know, I keep hearing there's a supposedly going to be a false flag, like, you know, somebody saying the Russians hit Chernobyl, when in reality it was the Ukrainians fucking up Chernobyl. So, it's really hard to believe anything you see, especially since so much of the information coming out of Ukraine has been proved completely false. Legacy media has dropped the ball completely on any attempt at actual journalism. So, you really, really have to use your critical thinking skills to look beyond the bullshit and try to see what's happening. The Great Reset is in effect. This is all part of their plan. It's going to get super fucking rough to the point where everyone just screams for a one world government. And that's when these disgusting little world economic forum parasites sweep in and quote unquote save humanity. They've had this plan in the works for, like, two decades, you guys. They're fucking very intelligent. I can't stress you how smart these people are. They've been planning this for a very long time, and we're getting close to the end game. I think, with something really bad happening and the masses, the fucking brainwashed masses, calling for a one-world government. Just pay attention to that shit, and don't let the media get you wrapped up in some crazy anti-Russian rhetoric, because I don't even know if any of it's true at this point. So now we're going to move on to some Canadian news. And one of our listeners, Mark, thank you, Mark, for sending me this information, sent me a link yesterday, and it's kind of mind-blowing. I don't know if Canadians heard about it and then memory hold it. I don't know if they never heard about it. But I'm going to refresh everyone's memory in Canada and inform the Americans of what the NSICOP Which stands for the National Security Intelligence Committee of Parliamentarians. So, check out this is what they found. This is the heading of the article, and you can find it at ncio.ca. It says NSICOP found ample evidence that both Tristan Trudeau and Christia Friedland are under the influence/slash control of foreign states and entities. Now, I, I surely never heard about it. I mean, it's not like I'm watching fucking Canadian parliamentary videos all the time. But this seems like it's kind of a big deal. Like, you know, maybe uh, international media would pick up and nothing. I don't remember ever hearing about this. And this information came out March 12th, 2020. I know, right as Kabobo started going down. It's like, wow, that's great timing. But anyway, let me just kind of read you an excerpt from the report. The NSICOP report briefing was made March 12, 2020, regarding a NSICOP national security investigation of the Trudeau government activities in 2019. When Christia Friedland joined, Germany industrialists formed the World Economic Forum. And both Justin Trudeau and Christia joined a Germany formed and led alliance aimed at saving international world order slash the UN from destruction. So the NSICOP stated there is ample evidence that both of them are under the influence and control of foreign states. Justin Trudeau redacted Germany and Germany-EU states like insolvent Ukraine. Christia Friedland has been serving Ukraine's national interests, bailing out and bankrolling Ukraine's neo-Nazi government and providing Ukraine with CAF troops and 45 RCMP officers in government funding. You guys, they gave $45 million to Ukraine in 2019 while she served as foreign affairs minister, which is basically Global Affairs Canada, a finance minister and deputy prime minister. So does any of that sound suspicious as fuck to anyone? And now suddenly America just gave, what, $14 billion to Ukraine, which has everybody literally forgot Ukraine has been basically a country that everyone uses for Laundering funds, slush funds, just total fucking corruption. Apparently, everybody forgot about this. like, go Ukraine, let's forget all the other bullshit that's been going on for years. But I just wonder if Canadians ever heard about this, because this is the first time I'm ever hearing about it. And 100%, that just might be because I'm American and the mainstream media, well, I don't really watch mainstream media, but they never covered any of this. They were all fucking freaking out about Kabobo at this time in 2020. So it's like, it makes me then question if the National Intelligence Coordination Center, if the NSICOP knew about this years ago, they brought it up and said it was a threat, but nothing ever happened. It's fucking insane. And it's making me wonder, why hasn't America's like CIA or FBI Why haven't they done any investigations into all of the American politicians, business leaders, and big tech leaders that are a part of the World Economic Forum? I started wondering, you guys, I'm like, I wonder how many politicians from America are a part of the World Economic Forum? Oh, wowza. I found so many that it would probably be easier to list the ones that are not involved with the World Economic Forum. And it's fucking spine-chilling how high up in government a lot of these people are placed. The Texas governor, he refused to denounce the World Economic Forum. And Texas was always a state that was like, okay, when California gets too commie, I can always bail out and move there. But it's like it's there too. Is there anyone anywhere that hasn't been bought off by these lunatics and fucking World Economic Forum Nazis? And the crazy thing is, Klaus Schwab's Jewish. He's tried to, I guess, like, hide his past. He did turn other Jews into the Nazis. Well, his father did. His family turned in other Jews to the Nazis, just like George Soros, back in the day. So all of these people have very dubious backgrounds, very dubious parents, and it seems like money and power is the only thing they ever care about. But... You guys, you need to start looking into it. I am actually working on getting a list together, and I'm going to fucking name every single politician from America that I find at the World Economic Forum. And it's, I'm probably going to have to dedicate a whole episode just to calling out these motherfuckers, putting their name on blast, just so, I mean, it's not going to like, hello, millions of people are going to hear it, but at least you guys will know. At least you will know if the politicians in your area are fucking bought out by the World Economic Forum. Klaus Schwab was not fucking around when he says they have penetrated the highest levels of government. He was 100% on point. And I'm kind of surprised he even admitted that. Did he not think this shit would come up again? Do you think everybody was just going to be completely blinded by the mainstream media? And that brings me to another point. There is a huge list of mainstream media operatives, like, way high up place, like Anderson Cooper style that are all World Economic Forum people. So it all just goes hand in hand. You get control of the government. You get control of the media and big corporations. You have control of countries. You have amazing control over policy. So, I mean, people can, like, close their eyes to it all they want, but when they decide to open it, it's going to be way too fucking late and they're going to be in a FEMA camp somewhere. And just a little side note, let me read you guys a tweet from the NCIO official Twitter account. Okay, check this out. MP Christia Freeland poses significant risk to national security. Freeland is a foreign agent for Ukraine government. The Ukrainian Weekly's April 4th, 1993 edition gives evidence that Christina Freeland was recruited by George Soros to advance Ukraine's own strategic interests in 1993 and they post what their evidence is. And this was all put on Twitter, March 5th, 2022. So just a few days ago, NCIO Canada tweeted this. No media coverage, just fucking crickets. Oh, God. You guys, the only way this information is going to get out is if we spread it. The people that see what's going on, we got to tell people what's going on. I'm hoping more people will wake up, but it's just like in this point of the fucking great reset, if they haven't noticed something that's a little off, are they ever going to notice? And if they're that fucking ignorant, do we really want them on our team? I don't even know the answers to that, but it's starting to look worse than it was, you know, just a few weeks ago. All it's going to take is that one really bad event, say like, I don't know, inflation so high people can't afford to eat or a nuclear bomb going off for the world population to scream for a one-world government so this kind of action never happens again. This is their fucking plan, mark my words. So the last episode, I was talking to you guys about how all the Pfizer documents have dropped and it's like thousands of thousands of documents and basically what kind of people have surmised at this point is pfizer claimed repeatedly in their documents to the fda that their vaccine would quote-unquote prevent covid 19. pfizer knew the injection's adverse effect would increase with more injections of continuing boosters pfizer knew their injections did not stay at the injection site and that's very important they knew that part pfizer knew that the vaccinated group reported far more systemic adverse events than the placebo group pfizer defended bears and that's just because they didn't want extra reporting costs. There are six individuals that signed up for two different clinical trials at two different sites, which is very strange. Pfizer knew vaccinated individuals could still catch COVID-19 and test positive. There are 1,448 pages, comprising 9,704 individual subjects who were excluded from the trials. There's no detail as to why. Pfizer paid $2,875,842 for their application to the FDA. It's very troubling that Pfizer redacts information that would be extremely helpful in assessing the data, such as numbers of doses administered in the adverse events of special interest. Pfizer only tests you for COVID if you have at least one symptom. If the vaccine suppresses symptoms, which apparently it does, Then it will falsely appear as if the vaccine reduces the number of COVID cases. And then how could anaphylaxis not show up in the phase three trial on any of the 44,000 patients yet show up as a major safety concern in post-marketing documentation? That's just some of the information because like I said, there's thousands of documents, thousands of them. I've read through some of them and it's extremely hard to figure out what's going on. It takes a lot of time. So this information, I just told you, I got this from Steve Kirsch's newsletter. You can actually find it at stevekirsch.subtract.com. And he starts it off just so you know, this is what he says. Caution. This document is still being edited and fact-checked and is likely to contain errors. Use this at your own risk. So he's just pointing out that this is information that's developing. He wants everybody to know that this is not fucking set in stone. This is what we're getting right now. It's going to take time to analyze all these documents. There's literally thousands of pages, you guys, and a lot of information. So, but that's just like kind of what we're finding now. And the information is definitely subject to change. So before I run out of here. I'm going to talk about the biolabs that the U.S. swears aren't there, but I've literally read the documents on U.S. government websites before they tried to erase them. I've read the fucking documents. And it's making me wonder what is in these Ukrainian biolabs that's making the U.S. so worried and, you know, doesn't want this to fall into Russian hands. What do they have in there? What have they not listed? What fucking biological agents are these psychopaths working on that they're terrified of the Russians getting? And why are they still denying it? We have the web archive pages from the government sites. They'll literally fact check you if you try to talk about it in certain terms. And I did notice yesterday that the Department of State made a tweet. And let me read this to you. Fact. The United States does not have chemical and biological weapon labs in Ukraine. Just because you say biological weapons labs, motherfuckers, we know you have biological weapons labs research labs so you're taking the weapon part out but you're gonna tell me you guys don't have weaponized anthrax get the out of here liars at every place and stage in our government it's literally like the worst propaganda ever and that old ass saying that the truth is the first casualty of war is so true i don't believe either side i don't believe the russians i don't believe the ukrainians i don't believe the united states or the press Literally, I'm having to look at all of this information and just make educated guesses at what possibly is happening. And all I can do is look at the evidence of the past and see that everybody's a fucking liar and use that knowledge on all these reports about, you know, bombings on maternity wards or whatever the fuck bullshit they're saying this week. So just have to use your head, employ those critical thinking skills, and don't take anything at face value because there's so much propaganda and lies coming out. It's insane. It makes me wonder, like, was World War II this full of propaganda and lies? I mean, I've seen, like, the old school reels and everything, and I know, like, you know, obviously information wasn't as readily available to people as it is now, but I know when they went to the movies back in the day during World War II, propaganda was shown to them. So it's just another tool of these fucking globalists to take over your mind. Don't pay attention to it because that's all it will do is cloud your judgment. And at this point in the game, our judgment, our minds, it seems to be like one of the last things that we have. They're trying to take over our bodies with these shots and apparently, I don't know, this is still in conspiracy theory land, these shots have the ability because they cross the blood-brain barrier to deposit certain metals in your brain, which then when activated with radio frequency can kind of like affect your mood. It can affect what you do. So we're going to have a whole fucking problem of zombies on our hand if these people keep getting boosters and hey, let's get some 5G radio waves going too. So, and that's not even a conspiracy theory. Five G is definitely affecting coronavirus. It doesn't matter what anybody motherfucking says anymore. I've seen the studies, it's proven. I think the only thing we can do is the stuff we've been doing. We need to try to educate people and. It's only going to happen if somebody is either on the fence or they have a very open mind and are willing to listen to you. The problem is so few people have open minds. They see some shit on CNN and take it as the gospel and are extremely hostile to any other point of view so i don't know guys you need to fucking start forming in your communities and talk to like-minded people like i said last episode i'm about to move and when i get all moved and settled in i'm going to start trying to learn to can food products because who knows what these psychos are going to do and like i said a little earlier i don't know if there'll be an episode next week because i'm straight up leaving on the 15th goodbye bay area goodbye oakland Uh, sorry you fucking started sucking so bad. And it sucks because I'm Native. I grew up here. And this part of California used to be like, not necessarily anti-government, but just anti-establishment. And they used their minds. They were seriously like some critical thinkers coming out of the Bay Area. And that's all changed. It's now conformity and do what the government says. And they think they're punk rock because they're fucking listening to CNN and what the authorities say. I don't know. Fuck all that. I'm out. I own Here We Come.